create a single wallet. Is it a fair fur trade? Pretty, not, not much. Uh, Four rhinos, one wallet, it's not fair. For one walnut? Wall wallets. Oh, <laughs> for a walnut. <laughs> Just take take the four rhino yeah. and make one wallet. Yeah, I didn't get that. I also heard walnut and I didn't know what, what that was about. Sorry, I can't speak. No, no, I, I thought maybe in the world of Far Cry 4, walnuts were like a precious commodity. <laughs> <laughs> There's like 12 left in the world. There's like, yeah. <laughs> There's, There's 25. Less so let's kill other extinct things. This is Tribute Games After Dark. Yeah. This is what it sounds after dark. What's happening? Uh, so yeah, we're, we're trying uh, a new, a different test rig, uh, <laughs> mic rig this week. We have a big Yeti mic here we're using instead of our usual individual mic. So instead of the professional stuff, <laughs> instead of the professional stuff, I just thought it, it would free everyone else to talk. Yeah. So you are listening to Tribute Game Podcast. The Tribute Games Podcast is a podcast made at Tribute Games in Montreal, an independent video game studio. Uh, so this is pretty much uh, what it's like working with us, hearing us talk about yeah. stuff and process and making games. And yeah. podcasts. Having and beers podcasting. at 7pm at work. Yeah, and having extremely cheap beers at 7pm. Yeah, uh, we're having a, a 5 set, as they say. Exactly. And uh, speaking to you right now is Yannick Belzil. I am a writer for Tribute Games and also the social media person. At my left there is... I gotta say something. Yes? I think it's on my left. To my left. To my, my left. left. Uh, anyway, I'm Dom 2D so, and I'm Professor annoying. Dom 2D. <laughs> to my left. Dom 2D and I'm annoying. Uh, Justin Sear, Ham and Egger. I'm coming out. What? Ham and Egger. You've never heard that? Uh, no. It's no. just like a blue collar guy. He just loves his ham and eggs. Okay. Oh, well, he, yeah. thought, he thought you said a racial slur. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> eggs. Ham. Uh, All the good stuff. Geez. Sorry. <laughs> I, I'm Andy, I'm a programmer. And Stefan, artist. Yeah, yeah. Stefan showed his, his chops this week by doing some stuff in Curses and Chaos. Indeed. Pretty, yeah, well, speaking of, let's just dive right into Dev Corner. Dev Corner. <laughs> That's oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Justin, what's up with Dev Corner? What's, what's up, up with Curses and Chaos? We haven't went to the Dev Corner for a while, so what's happening? Well, okay. Uh, Curses and Chaos, I think we should probably just start by saying it's going to be delayed. I think yeah. PAX last year... It's cancelled. Uh, no. <laughs> no, delayed. It's uh, uh, For any of those who are interested in wondering what's happening, well, uh, we're in the final stretch. You know, The last features are being implemented, and it would be probably too tight to get it out before the year's end. So we're like, fuck it, yeah, next we, year. We don't want to do, do like Ubisoft. No. <laughs> release games. When they're not yeah, but they make good stuff. And, Maybe uh, for packs. Yeah. Well, that's possibly what we're, we're going to have. Packs. Yeah. So let's just say that all the new content that's being added is amazing. As Don pointed yes, out, yes. Uh, Steph just finished some of the last assets. So take a victory lap there, Steph. You're done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> now much. get out. <laughs> Maybe some menu stuff. Left, yeah. But yeah. The, the game grew from the initial idea, right? So it, it's gotten bigger. So that's why it's. Uh, yeah, that's probably been the biggest challenge the whole time is being that it started as a smaller game. What kind of game has it started as uh, for someone who might just be listening to this for the first time? Yeah, it's it's kind of a little bit hard to de describe. I think the closest thing it resembles is probably like an old school arcade game, like where everything took place on one screen. Started out as a cry for help. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> it was probably going to be our second game, and it was like probably something more like our Final Fantasy, like, oh, we don't have enough money, let's just do something real quick and easy, and then the other things happen, and other things happen, so it... 
initially was supposed to be done, I think, in two months, which is absurd. So your arcade smasher became a schedule smasher. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, what what game finished and everyone said, hey, this is out on budget, on time, Mm. said no production ever. So, yeah, I think it's par for the course. I mean, uh, but yeah, it is coming along quite well. Dude, Uh, dude, it's, it's, it's pretty huge now. It is, and that's uh, kind of scary. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 having to sort of tame it, tame the beast the whole time, and and always try and keep things because uh, it's really easy to kind of let things go out of control. So uh, I think that's the thing you kind of fight in development uh, mm-hmm. for something like this. But yeah, it is when you yeah, kind of look back on it. It's like yeah, there's a lot there. There's a lot there. Like it just it just in terms of animation, there's mm-hmm. so much stuff in there. Like okay, every. There are what ten gigantic levels in the game, and they they all have bosses and and all that. Like gigantic levels. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, like but the smallest levels I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> in no, terms of resolution, in terms of size, yes, but in terms of like content in there, yeah, it's oh, pretty yeah. impressive. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty dense. Number so. of enemies. And... It's a nice burrito of a game. Nice burrito. <laughs> burrito. Yeah. Drown myself in Pabst Blue Ribbon. Don't tell people that we're drinking Pabst. Hey, we're up for a sponsorship. <laughs> Pabst Blue Ribbon, hit us up. Infoattributegames.com. A whole game of it. Yeah. I can make that call. Call. <laughs> right us. <laughs> yep. So that's it. Uh, you know, things like I say, uh, uh, Steph's pretty much done his. Yeah, I'm gonna steal it away. Yeah. Yeah. Officially, probably gonna be starting on uh, Dumb's project. Yeah. You need to finish right? next game. Go two before. Uh, how about you? How are things going from your side? Uh, pretty good. I I just did some scheduling. It's super exciting. Hmm. No, uh, it's uh, like we're basically building the game scheduling the game around PAX because mm-hmm. we hopefully will want to show it there. We're gonna so, crush it, PAX. Yeah, we're probably gonna crush it till PAX and see if we can show the game and have people play it. Playtest uh, yesterday and yeah, just playtested like internally with the people and see. See um, how it grew in the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. We polished it until we're we, we just were starting to be pretty happy about it. Cool. And like oh, so like uh, uh, looking back on it now, like uh, compared to how you used to work with uh, your cohort set, uh, Neverpants Game Jam group there. Yeah. Uh, how would you say things uh, contrast and compare with what how we do things here? It's 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 a question of scale basically. Like I I. I've worked on big games, but the games in which I'm usually creative are usually really small. Yeah. This is uh, like pretty huge, and uh, there's a lot to think about. There's a lot of planning to think about because I got to think about all the people we got to be working on, and mm. there's packs, there's like bigger milestones, and just like hey, let's make a game in a month and release it. Yeah. So it's uh, it's a lot of pressure, but it's it's also very motivating because I I really want this game to be freaking awesome. So. Yeah. And you, and like you say, you had that experience working on uh, bigger games too. So yeah. it's not completely foreign to you. No, it's not. It's not too bad. It's it's first time I'm involved at this level. Like I, I sometimes I didn't care about the projects that much. <laughs> what? Like for example, if I work on you didn't I, care about Where's Waldo. Where's Waldo was great. <laughs> like Amazing you Race. You love Martin Hanford's work. Yes, I do actually. <laughs> But Amazing Race or The Bachelor was not like, <laughs> su- super exciting. Go on. So yeah, I don't want to say too much about that. But yeah, no, it's it's way better now to be like 
with people that respect the kind of games that I want to make. Sure. Were you guys getting spoilers on no, the result of The Bachelor? <laughs> not even. We we had to download illegally the episodes nice. to watch them. Yeah. I don't know. It was it was a dark times. So no. <laughs> oh well, whatever. Everyone goes. But it started the, the the project started way slower than they usually do because you were kind of going in alone. Yeah, yeah. Everybody was pretty much um, tied up. Yeah, tied up on yeah. curses or... I think it really games. started when, when Andy joined and now I had someone to Yay, implement the Andy. prototype stuff. <laughs> Uh, but now I think is the real first step where you you are joining in. You guys have time allotted to the project. Uh, it's gonna kick kick into high gear, like we say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's fun because like uh, PAX, even though it's about four, three, four months out. Yeah, three months. It's uh, it's still gonna come by. Oh yeah, yeah. I I left. I think I left like two weeks or three weeks before PAX. Yeah. Kind of relatively empty in the schedule because I know these are gonna be. Full, no matter what we do. End of December, mid, from mid December to two weeks after the yeah. new year, it's gonna be pretty uh, intense. No, nothing, nothing will happen. No, I'll be drunk and eating turkey. And, uh, yeah, exactly. well, that, that is intense. <laughs> yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. but uh, no, I mean even that, to compare for last year, uh, we didn't get started on anything curses related. I think maybe one or two months prior. Okay. Like we had stuff from from like a year previous, but it's still having to like come back to things you hadn't touched in mm -hmm. a year. There's a bit of ramping up to do. Yeah, were you happy with what you had at PAX last year? I had such little time to think about it. I couldn't even <laughs> afford myself that luxury to worry. Could. It was like there's so little time. Let's just It was actually cool. I think I think that's a lot of times the better way to do it is just like give yourself no chance to fail and just put out whatever you can. It really kind of helped us laser focus. I mean, there's probably more things we would have wanted to show, mm -hmm. but I think in a way that was kind of good because if you just show like core mechanics and people dig yeah. it, it's like, well, and we haven't shown much else of what else has been added to the game. You all right? Yeah, but <laughs> <Andy's> dying. <laughs> uh, but uh, can't handle his liquor. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> does Paps really? <laughs> no, barely. And uh, yeah, so it's it's going to be fun to show all the new stuff that's been added. Cool. So in the weeks and months to come, we're going to slowly trickle out some media, and then uh, hopefully have a nice big reveal trailer for all that. And, yeah, uh, you're working on something, right? Danny? Yeah, it's my first. Uh, I did. I'm learning how to use uh, Premiere and uh, After Effects to properly uh, cut a trailer, but I've always been a fan of trailers uh, anyways, so mm -hmm. right now I'm just trying to figure out what's going to work and stuff like that, because so far one thing I figured out is that because uh, our game uh, Curses is on one screen only, it's harder to make it seem dynamic. Mm -hmm. So I have to think about stuff like how to make it uh, exciting and visual uh, because of that. And mm -hmm. I'm looking at a lot of trailers from other companies and smaller games and stuff like that, see what type of stuff they use. And, you know, uh, one thing that really got me excited is that there's a sort of a newer version of the Curses and Chaos team that, I, that uh, you can hear in the first reveal trailer. It's on YouTube. It's on our channel. There's a there's some more souped-up, cooler version of that team that I had not heard until this morning. <laughs> and uh, uh, hearing that, I'm really pumped up to, like, got the really cool trailer that matches a, 
along that track and I think it could be really nice and put some of the, some of the opening images from this, the, the opening Steph uh, drew. That's pretty amazing. And then uh, stuff with the new backgrounds, the new animations, uh, show maybe a boss or two, like a cool yeah. animation, stuff like that. So once we... I gathered all those images, I captured all that stuff. It's, it's going to be a lot of matter to cut a cool trailer, and I look forward to that. But in the meantime, I'm just puttering about, about in, uh, in Premiere and yeah. trying to learn it. You, um, you could maybe ask, because uh, Paul is supposed to, uh, to animate the introduction, mm -hmm. the opening cutscenes. Yeah. Maybe you could check with him if he, if he could animate one or two shots you would need for the trailer. Oh, well, that, would be, that could be cool. Yeah. Well, if he if they're simple, or... if he does something for the trailer, uh, anyway, because I'm I'm looking because I've seen a lot of tra uh, trailers for other indie games. Like sometimes they use a lot of concept art in it, mm -hmm. and that can be cool. But somehow I don't want to say it's cheating, but I feel like it doesn't fully represent yeah. the game. And uh... and I don't think I don't think you need you need that for for our games because the art is just like. Freaking badass! Yeah, it's really cool, and I guess for some sort of reveal or a pitch document, maybe. But so I'm avoiding uh, using that. So that's like, what's what crazy about such a like. It looks like a small game, curses, but there's so much stuff in there that you can make like five different trailers. With. Hey, we did our last trailer with just one background, no bosses, yeah. like, and it lasted for like two minutes. So yeah, exactly. So I want to show off uh, a bit of the opening. A couple of backgrounds, I guess. A couple of backgrounds, or more exactly, uh, the characters fighting and fighting different enemies, and yeah. I want to do like the, the, the special attacks we have later on and using the items as well. Yeah. And uh, so all that stuff, I want to have it in there. So what's your what's your favorite in your research? You probably saw a lot of trailers. What's your favorite uh, trailer? That you the coolest, the coolest effect I've seen is in the one of the Shovel Knight trailers. Where it starts with the huge orchestral music, uh, the the shovel knight theme, the orchestral theme fades into the actual chiptune eight bit theme. Yeah. As uh, you see, like a huge sprite of the shovel knight, like uh, fade out of the, the darkness. And then it goes into the action of the game. Yeah, and, yeah. it's really, really effective, and it's really, really cool because it is so exactly. This is a video game, and it's an eight bit like. Putting all the uh, the fake orchestral stuff over uh, 8-bit graphics, like, that could have worked, but it's even cooler to hear the music sort of a quote-unquote downgrade, even though it's not exactly, yeah. it's not that at all, but it becomes pixel art, and then you, you're seeing it, and uh, the the theme is so sweeping, sweeping and action-y that it works really, really well. Yeah, you're entering a cubic dimension. Exactly. <laughs> so everything looks in pixel, the sounds also look... More square. Exactly. It, it, it's so well done. Like I, I wish we could. I wish we could rip that off. <laughs> if we had access to a musician who could do like an orchestral version. In fact, if you, you know what, I'll edit that out. So when we we'll actually we end up doing that, it looks like it's a total coincidence. <laughs> but um, no, I think that's really really cool. And also the towerfall. One of the towerfall trailers is really just shots of the game, but the camera is just like zooming around and scrolling around, so yeah. it makes everything looks more dynamic, so I'm looking at that as a... Because it's uh, also a single screen. Exactly, as sh shortcuts to show off uh, action and animation. But That's right. isn't there also that kind of thing in the game? In uh, Towerfall? Yeah. I don't think so. No? Sure about so. Yeah, pretty sure about 
So those are my trailer thoughts. Yeah. Mm. To, to your point, though, uh, it's actually zooming in on a character in uh, in part of the screen. It actually helps because you you don't have all the noise that's around it. Yeah. So it, it would be kind of like just framing it right in a movie instead of just uh, showing the whole thing and then hoping that the, the viewer watches the right thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They actually did that in, in our... Uh, Merking's trailer. Yep. I don't remember the name of the company who did that. <laughs> we, uh, did. we did. Oh, I have made production. I have made it. Oh, I have made that. Yes. So they, they, yeah, they did something similar. That's cool. They were panning inside some shots. And, yeah. Or we could do like the old Nintendo commercials where they had like the guy dressed up as. Like, in, did you see the old Zelda commercials? Yeah, the guy dressed in black in a weird dungeon who just <laughs> imitating, uh, imitating monsters, monsters and shouting Zelda. It's, it's, it's an like, upsetting commercial, <laughs> I feel. It's almost like performance art. Yeah. Zelda! I have a friend who, uh, like, in the shadows could play a really good uh, Wizard King. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. He's really... Sleazy? Slender and... <laughs> Long hair. I think it could work. Maybe uh, Maybe a live-action trailer. Well, if you do the live-action trailer, it would have to be like the the Japanese trailer for uh, Link to the Past. Oh, yeah. With the giant Ganon puppet and uh, Link and Zelda who do the the choreography. Everyone dressed in huge suits. It's so good. There's some really good Nintendo commercials. Like, did you see the one where it's like the kids being let out from school? Like right as right as the bell rings, and they're just running through like downtown Tokyo or something. Yeah, and they start jumping on platforms, and it's for like Mario Tree on Game Boy Advance. I think. Yeah, I think it was for one of the re-releases, but it's just you know it starts off pretty innocent. They're just running, and then they're like jumping like onto roofs and like diving through traffic and stuff. <laughs> and it's got this like little jazzy music to it. It's so well shot, and it's like that's exactly how you should feel playing games. It's like wow. I hope, I hope it doesn't make kids do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jumping into sewers. And That's that. just natural selection. Darwinism. I got an idea for a new section. In the yes, show. please share. We, we I'll allow do, it. We could do news. Yes. I've got one article this week. Okay, go for it. Uh, so we didn't win the Canadian Video Game Awards. Oh, and that's boom. it. Damn it. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> yes, that's right. Mercenary Kings was uh, nominated for Best Indie Game of the Year for 2014. With 155 <laughs> other games. Oh, man. And uh, we didn't win, which is fine. But you know you know what gets in my craw, Dominic? <laughs> no. Is that there was a Best Animation category, and uh, we were not in it. Yeah. I feel that oh. a game that has all that pull... Robertson and animation should get into like a best animation. Just get a nod. Yeah. Maybe not even win, although it should have. <laughs> but uh, get the the nomination at, at least, and not you know a, a game that probably reuses a lot of animation assets from. Well, just pointed out that the game that won was probably mostly mocap yeah. and procedural animation, so. It's it's really it was it's Creed. just a joke. Yeah. Best animation. Just a guy in a blue suit with balls all, all over him. Yeah. For was it the was it the pirate guy? Was it the pirate guy? I don't know. Like, is it probably Charlie Hunnam stars and pirate guy? Not to knock the awards. That what sounds bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I mean, it's just every category. It was the same list of games until they got to the one that we were nominated indie in. Indie games. Yeah. 
Like every other category had like yeah, five games. games. The same Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed, Watchdog, Batman, whatever, and, yeah. then, and then indie games like forty titles. Yeah, it's it, just it, ridiculous. I mean, it, it, it's good because in a way, like we were in the category that they seemed to actually kind of give a shit about. Because the other ones, it was like, oh, the same three games and a random fourth just to mix it up a bit. And then when they got to the Indie Game of the Year, it was like, hey, <laughs> ten games, and they're all really different. Now but, I regret bringing it up, because now I'm getting depressed again. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, that was the news this week. Let, let's close the news. Yeah, that's, that's Let, let's close this segment This segment. This, this, no, this never, never open anymore. Negative yeah. segment. Yeah. <laughs> No, otherwise, uh, just quickly, a uh, game I've been playing called yeah. the Steam Cell. Yeah. And just... just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to spend as, as much money as possible to get as many games as yeah. possible. And that's, that's what I've been playing Ooh. this week. And I know Stefan's... I don't think I did really good on that. No, you, you just... <laughs> I spent a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> Man. So that's what we've been playing this week. Any highlights from the sale? Uh, uh, not really. It was, we, I usually get, like, small games and just a ton of them. Yeah. I, I got the Long Dark. For like ten bucks, that's a pretty good deal. Is that the game where you shoot a wolf? Yes. Oh, nice. <laughs> so waiting on that one. You win because it's, it's still on in early access. But yeah, it looks cool. Yeah. Looks really fun. Sorry, yeah. I got uh, I got all the games. stuff. Yeah, but bunch of stuff. But I played the. Um, I didn't have much time this week, but I still played the the two Escape Goat. Mm -hmm. Pretty pretty cool. Yeah, pretty good games all yeah. around. It's like a, it, 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 they're, they're they're good to a level where my criticism beca become ridiculous. It's, it's just it's because they're so good. It's like ah, it's yeah. so good. They you should have, you could have been should have just did yeah. that little thing that really annoys me. <laughs> yeah. well, one thing though, it's really good. It's really it's really fun. The, um, the second one, uh, a lot of levels and. Uh, it's just <laughs> we're just like tiptoeing around the table. Not to... sorry, Steph. They did a bunch of secret levels, which and and with with, uh, with no indication now to get to them, and I think it's really frustrating because the levels are actually really fun to play and not not necessarily that much harder than the the, the normal levels. Okay, but they're secret. And there's no way of knowing like how to get to them. Hmm. So it's just it just just show like put a little indication. Just just but a if, hint. If there's where... secret though, isn't that okay? Like it's not something that's required. It's like, hey, good if you found it, but it's so like Yeah, yeah, but I mean and... th th there's nothing really like the whole point of the game is just to try out the levels. Oh, like that... there's nothing there's nothing much to do really except Try out those cool level design. Oh, they did. Okay, okay. So I, I just, I just, it just seems useless to hide them. Yeah. It's like I understand where it comes from, but I, I still think it's they should have just given the opportunity. But is it not like a, try them? a community thing? Like they, they want people to figure it out as a community and then tell it to. Fatman, maybe. Like it's, it's. If it's that, I didn't get that. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, it's kind of like Fez or. Or stuff like that, where people are yeah. as well, a group figuring it out together. I hate and that. It's, uh, it's like, interesting if you're in it, but if you're not, you just feel like you're missing out on something. You can't yeah. do it. Right but like, like in Fez, like there were those really intensive cryptid message <laughs> where it was super easy to decrypt, but it's just like uh, spend like an hour decrypting like 
you're an ass. You spent an hour decrypting this. <laughs> Whereas you <laughs> can go on like a game fact <laughs> and just like find the answer. But it, 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 it does kind of make you think though. It's like because every secret does sort of get revealed in the first like 48 but hours of a game's it's release. Not really, to... It's not really like a secret. It's just like it's more more of the same good thing you yeah. liked from the game. It's you, like you want to have access to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Why do you hide it? Like it, it's yeah. super fun it, and and they're hard enough that you're, you're going to retry them like a bunch of times to get them. So okay. I just don't understand why they the like on top of being like extra levels really hard, why do they have to hide them so in such a fashion? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's really just you should at least have a button that says "Pay five bucks to unlock everything." <laughs> no, but they just like there's already like all a system to show you like on the world map. There's already a system with little arrows to show you like in which direction the levels are going to unlock. So like just just add a little extra arrow. You know there's something there, so you you'll be inclined to look in that level to find that that secret thing. Now there's no real. Yeah. Nothing really showing you there's something special there. Okay, I changed, I changed my mind. It needs a button that says, are you an old fart? Yes, no. Yeah. And if it says yes, it unlocks everything. Anyway, but they're super fun. It's what really good. That, that's why I, that's why I said like it's, the game is good to a point where all my criticism are just really nitpicking or preferences. Yeah. Uh, I played a bunch of things. I don't remember. I played the Swapper. Swapper's really good. Pretty good. It's like a, it's a, platformer where you can create clones and swap the controls to them okay. and, um, it's, really and it's, it's it's a puzzle platformer puzzle game it's really uh, it's really fun and there's a nice uh, there's a nice uh, story uh, stitch to it uh, with the the fact to of uh, of swapping like your identity to to clones all the time. Yeah, because you, you keep using your clones to progress, but you have to kill a lot of them to make progress. Good lord. So, no, but it, meaning destroy like, them. Destroy them. Like, oh, <laughs> that's switch, much better. But I switch mean, another clone, and this one is just left there, or he just falls into a hole or something. So, so there's there's a. Is it like the prestige? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it, it has it has the same. The great Danton. It has the same philosophical questions as the prestige where. Where's your soul in there, and where, who are you really? And wow! Do they yeah, feel okay? It gets really deep, and, yeah. and, but it's really, it's really interesting. Like I always like all those uh, metaphysic. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. It's okay. Can't well, really remember. You have a thousand games. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Take a thousand hours. I know. I know. <laughs> all right. right. How about you, Andy? You've been so quiet. Uh, well, I've been yeah, I've been pretty quiet. In general, because <laughs> I haven't had internet at my new place yet. Uh, I don't actually get it for like another week or so. You've been playing a game called Unpacking. Yeah, like, yeah, Unpacking. Reverse Tetris. It's a, it's a very fun game and just trying to remember where everything is for yeah. the next time. It's um, both a puzzle and a memory game. Yeah, but uh, yeah, aside from that, I've uh, been playing uh, an old arcade game for the Genesis called. Um, Thunder Force. It's oh, kind of like a, yeah, really, really fast-paced shoot 'em up, and just like yeah, really punishing. I've still only like barely cracked the surface of it. Like gotten past like three stages and just like dying because there's too much oh, yeah. crap going on and it's just pretty yeah. hardcore. Who yeah. makes that? Um, Technosoft. Just the name Thunder Forest feels like an awesome name that you could get away with it back then because it hasn't been. Picked yet? Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, and it, it's really fitting too, because like the game has like this really like heavy metal kind of mm-hmm. music in the background too, and it's just like really rocking out. So. Did you ever play uh, Lords of Thunder? Lords of Thunder, uh, I did get to play that at a friend's um, PC engine. Yeah, and yeah, that has like it, it was kind of unprecedented for the time. It actually has like heavy metal like in CD audio, which yeah. is really cool. rare for the time. What what was just announced this week? Is it new PC Engine uh, is being made, or was it something uh-huh. else? Or <laughs> I didn't know about that. Yes. I heard about uh, ZX Spectrum. Yeah, yeah Spectrum. That's the one I. Yeah, big, uh, they they want to start a new ZX Spectrum console. Really? That would run all the ZX Spectrum games. Huh. And just start producing them again. Interesting. Like the original creator. Of yeah, Spectrum. yeah, yeah. That's kind of awesome. Anyway, wow. I think it's the time to end this wonderful episode of Tribute Games Podcast. No question? After Dark. <laughs> so guys, where can we find you on the internet this week? I'm at Dub2D on everything. Twitter, company. Tumblr. Tumblr. Instagram. Bebo. What? Hello. <laughs> I'm on the Hello, yeah. and nobody else is there. Uh, it's like screaming into the void. What about you, Justin? Uh, Justin <laughs> underscore Sirius C-Y-R. That's me. Yes. <laughs> but on, on Twitter? Oh, Twitter and Tumblr. Twitter and Tumblr? Sounds great. Alright, I'm Eggboy Color on Twitter, and I'm I make VG on Tumblr. Oh, nice. Still in the city? Yes. <laughs> Mostly inside, though, because <laughs> it's getting pretty cold. Yeah, so somewhere in the city, there's someone inside, and that person is the fan. What was it? Weren't you saying like two weeks ago you were going to start a Tumblr? I said yeah. yeah. I said during the holidays. Oh, so, yeah. During the holidays, so all of the so much mercenary game behind the so scenes stuff. Much mercenary. I think yeah. it's going to be that, that's going to be the title. Yeah, so much, much mercenary, mercenary game stuff. <laughs> Yeah, lots of sketches, and that and that makes me think too. Like we should have like a year-end uh, podcast f- uh, bonanza. Yeah. yeah, we should do our our favorite, favorite end of year. Yeah, favorite end of the year. Record, <laughs> record like the whole night. Yeah, and then and then have a hell of a job to edit it. Yes. Yeah, catch all that good stuff. Actually, we should we should do something where we do a podcast that lasts very long, and we have a lot of beers, <laughs> and then and then we. Yannick and it's Let me tell you something about game design. Yeah, that sounds like me. <laughs> it's uh, edited down to 15 minutes. Or I leave it as is <laughs> and just beep it. Just beep specific parts where uh, names the, are named. And, the racism. And yeah, yeah. The yeah. interesting racism that we all have. Um, so, yes, you can find me at Yannick Belzil on the Twitter. Uh, and that's pretty much it. You can find uh, Tribute Games at Tribute Games on Twitter, and you can write us. You can find us on Facebook as well, and uh, you can uh, write to us uh, info at tributegames.com. That is pretty much it. So, from all of us, we'll see you after dark. See you. Uh, creepy. Nah, no, I think it's great. <laughs> <laughs>